This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plan. Plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans making it easier to get the health coverage you need for less than you think. Visit FBHP.com. Special guest on the OTP today, the Titans' new running back coach and run game coordinator, Justin Outen. Fascinating story on his background. Justin, would you say that it is fair to call your path, your road to the National Football League, the one less traveled? Yeah, you could say that for sure. It's uh, it's been quite a ride. Um, you know, every every job I ever took or every experience I had, um, you know, starting out as a player and then moving up through the coaching ranks, uh, it, it's gotten me to where I am today. And um, whether it was a high school coach and learning how to put equipment together and manage different types of personalities and making sure, you know, not only are grades good, but also the families are good with those high school kids as a high school uh, coach and teacher. Like all those things kind of set me up for where I am today, because at the end of the day, we're all teachers Um, at this. It doesn't matter if it's the NFL or college or high school. It's it's what can you do to bring uh, the best out of each player? And if they're playing fast and you're teaching the right things in the classroom, um, you know, good things happen. All right, so you've, you've got me started well. I want to go back to your, your story and what led you to sort of the turnoff that most people wouldn't expect. You played at Central Bucks West. Yes, sir. In Bucks County, which is just north of Philly. Won two state championships there? Yes, sir. Yes. I think I saw Central Bucks West listed among the USA Today top 25 during that time, back when I covered uh, yeah. high school and college. So you go to this prestigious program. You leave there and you go to Syracuse. You play for Paul Pasqualoni and Greg Robinson, two guys who spent the bulk of their coaching career in the NFL. You start three years at center. Yes. So I got that right. Yes, sir. So then playing career is over. What are we going to do? I'm going to be a graduate assistant at Syracuse, which you would figure to do. So you've got great high school program, prestigious college with great coaches. You do the graduate assistant thing. And then you take a job in Houston, Texas at Westfield High School. Yeah. Okay, that's the turnoff nobody expects. How did that happen? Uh, I wasn't making much money, to be honest with you, as a graduate assistant. So uh, I knew I wanted to teach and coach. I just didn't know where. I uh, found a, uh, just a random high school down in Houston. Uh, have no correlation whatsoever with Texas. Uh, threw a resume down there off of Football Scoop. And um, the, the guy on the other side was the recipient was Chris Morgan at the time. He was the assistant head coach at this high school. Uh, what um, attracted me to Westfield High School was the amount of uh, kids they were putting out in college. Uh, they averaged 13 to 15 kids a year. Um, it was a 6A school, very competitive uh, program. So just to get an interview there was, was quite impressive, just going through the whole process of how they were dealing with getting guys in on interviews and flying them down and turning into a six or seven hour interview. Um, and then I was able to go down there and, and interview and, and get a freshman coaching job at that at school. And I was a special education teacher there and I stayed there for seven years. The special education teacher part of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I have someone in my family who does that. Yeah. Has done, she just retired. 
What do you learn from that? Why did that appeal to you so much? I have so many yeah. questions about that experience in your life. Yeah, it's, um, it, it always attracted me just trying to find different ways to uh, teach and, and kind of connect the dots. And, uh, you know, with my, my background um, in college, it was, you know, elementary education, but it was also a minor in special education. And the reason was, um, you know, just relating to, to kids in, in different areas and learning disabilities and, and the spectrum. My son is on the spectrum himself. Um, just reaching out to kids that they, they don't get a fair chance when you look at them and they got a title all the time. So just finding ways to get them up to speed as much as they can so they can fit in. And if they don't have a uh, pocket to fit in, especially at the high school level with all the clicks, having somebody to lean on and come to and feel safe. So those are the things that appealed to me, just kind of getting kids in, in different um, backgrounds. And you know, it was a Title, uh, title I school, so there wasn't a lot out there for those kids. And a lot of the kids that I dealt with were, um, were homebound. So they were, belonged to the state. So they were in and out of, um, just different institutions and there was no foundation. My goal you know, in those situations is to give them something to lean on and give them something to look forward to each day. You gotta motivate them and you gotta teach them. Sure. Right. We'll have more with Coach Justin Outen on the OTP coming up, but right now I need to remind you that Father's Day is coming up. Celebrate your dad with the perfect gift from the Foolish Club, the official wine club of the Tennessee Titans. Get an exclusive Father's Day gift package, including a customizable 3D wooden card, premium Napa Valley wines, and a Titans Fire branded keepsake wooden crate. For a limited time, get 10% off your Father's Day gift with the promo code DAD10 at foolishclub.com. That's promo code DAD10 at foolishclub.com. The Foolish Club. The perfect Father's Day gift for the ultimate Titans fan. Tighten up. So Chris Morgan yes. was the head coach who hired you at Westfield High School. The Lord works in mysterious ways, it doesn't does, he? Because does. Chris Morgan ends up with the Atlanta Falcons as their offensive line coach. And in 2015, or at the, I guess the end of the 2015 yep. season, reaches out to you about an opportunity with the Falcons. Yes. It was a seven-year span. Uh, he ended up bouncing around the NFL. I remember at a track meet uh, when he was about to leave, he said, are you ready to take over? And I said, where are you going? He said, uh, the Raiders. And I said, I'm trying to think of all the high schools in the area that the uh, mascot was a Raider. And he said, no, the National Football League. So we, we kept in touch throughout those years and uh, an intern opportunity arose in the uh, beginning of 16. What was that like? That year, 2016, not that long ago. Yeah, you're you're a coaching intern. I mean, you're doing everything. Yeah, it's uh, you're swimming. You know, you're trying to to learn a system like Kyle Shanahan's and trying to get all the intricacies of it. Drawing the run game. Uh, you know, there's a lot built into that. It's not just Vizio and moving things around. It's about understanding the scheme and what they're trying to accomplish when they game plan. And uh, it was a it was kind of taking it on like a fire hose as far as just taking all the information in but just learning it in increments and trying to help um, you know, other, other guys like rookies coming in, trying to get those meetings going. I was given those responsibilities. Would make, it made me kind of you know, feel like I belonged and not just a, you know, a pencil pusher or mouse mover. It was, you're, you're, you're part of the staff. And uh, I thought you know, with Kyle and Chris and, and Dan Quinn and that staff, 
uh, I thought they did a really good job of just developing young coaches in those situations. And Matt LaFleur. And Matt LaFleur, for I sure. I mean, that was quite a group of guys that you got to fall in with right there. Correct, yeah. It was, it was a very interesting staff, and it was, you know, it was a credit to those guys, especially coming from the top with Dan, of getting out those guys and, and getting them to play really hard throughout the entire season and make it to the Super Bowl that year, which ended up turning to be in Houston, which was the year I just left going from Houston. So it was, it, was a, it was quite a circle, and it was a surreal experience. And my wife looked at me uh, the year two and asked, why aren't we in the Super Bowl this year? I said, hon, it's not that, that's not, not how it works, unfortunately. That same thing happened to me. Year yeah. one, we went to the Super Bowl here. My wife asked me the second year in 2000, <laughs> don't we do this every year? Yeah. We, we would like that. Exactly. Justin, when did you know the NFL was for you as a coach? You know, when you realize it's no different at the high school level, that guys want to be coached, guys want to learn, guys want to be pushed. It doesn't matter if they're 30 years old or if they're 13, 14 years old. It was a matter of just you know, being in a position where you see the eagerness to learn and to learn more so they can pr prolong their careers. Uh, but at the highest level, you can't for ask for any more as, as a position coach or even a, a quality control coach, just getting in the door. But, you know, when you, you grow up on a couch and you're watching the games on Sunday, you, you want to you either play in the NFL or be around the NFL. And uh, knowing that you know, my wife gave me the opportunity to take this jump. It wasn't an easy, uh, by any means, you say, okay, well, you got an opportunity to coach in the National Football League. It wasn't all uh, glamour as far as just, you know, what they're expecting to, to give you at that level as far as pay and just the, the amount of hours that, that are brought into this. She was allowed me to just chase my goal. And, um, you know, being in that position and kind of looking around every single day, seeing the shield on your shirt every day, it's a blessing and you just you never take advantage uh, and, and look forward to just the next day. It's what you're doing, be where your feet are at the present moment. Clearly, you're thankful for your high school time, but I bet in 2016 during that year, you were most thankful for it because it wasn't an ego thing for anything they ask you to do. Correct. It's it's what can you do more for the coaches and the players? It's not about you. It's never going to be about you. And you have to look at that at any position that you have in the coaching world. It, it's not what's for me, it's how can I help the guy next to me, uh, whether it's a player, whether it's another position coach, whether it's a coordinator, whether it's Mike Vrabel, whoever it may be, what can I do to, to bring value to my position? It's halftime of this OTP with running back coach Justin Outen. And we remind Titans fans, hey, it's hard to decide what's the best part of a Dunkin' Run. Is it the coffee? Is it the $1 classic donut or the $2 stuffed bagel minis? Or the $3 sausage, egg, and cheese that you can add to that coffee? Or is it the fact that you get to leave the office? The answer, of course, is yes. Time for a Dunkin' Run. Great deals on food for $1, 2 or $3 with a medium or larger coffee. America runs on dunk. Justin, you stay in Atlanta for two years, and then you join Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Tight end coach. What was that experience like? And what did you learn that sort of added to your football knowledge that really sticks out now? Um, I think uh, the, the most intimidating thing was walking into a position room that you knew it was your first position job in the NFL. And... Uh, 
Mercedes Lewis and Jimmy Graham are the two uh, cornerstones in that room. And I'm sitting there going, what can I teach these guys? They've been playing longer than anybody I've ever been around. And uh, Mercedes Lewis happened to be my age. <laughs> and uh, and it just, just sitting down with those guys and they understood real quick where I was coming from. I'm there to help them. I'm, help, I'm, I'm there to help develop, I'm, you know, whether it's just football or it's just life. And I think, you know, I think we made a big turn when we just kind of put football away for about 20, 30 minutes a day and just talked about life. And, you know, when, when your mentals are good and the players' mentals are good, you're able to put out your best, whether it's a coach or, or it's a player. And the connection that we made in that room, um, you know, that, that bond will, will last forever. And uh, their family and a lot of credit to those guys, what they put their body through for how many years they do it. And Mercedes is still doing it at this point. But um, what I learned most out of that year was, you know, it's, it's not about X's and O's. It's about what's going on outside the walls. What can you do to bring uh, more of a clear mind to the players by either talking through some issues or, um, you know, allowing them to learn in a different way or a diff different aspect of just life. Um, but, you know, not everybody learns the same either. Whether you're 38 years old and you're trying to teach a guy, uh, you know, off a PDF or you're actually going through a walkthrough. Those are the things that popped up that year. Denver last year, offensive coordinator. Uh, tough year. Nathaniel Hackett doesn't make it through the year. You're dealing with an interim situation. You've got the whole Russell Wilson as the new quarterback in a – in a new situation, a lot of things going around there. I guess it's so, sort of the same question. What's the big takeaway from a coaching standpoint from that whole experience? Uh, you just got to stay level-headed in those situations. You know, the whole whole world you feel like is caving down on you, and, and not only you, but the players and, and the team itself, and everything. everything's under a microscope, whether you're winning or you're losing in the National Football League. And um, just keeping a level head, bringing the juice and the energy every single day because those guys need it. You know, whether they're dealing with football issues or off the field issues, you got to be there for them. And you got to stay very consistent with that because if you don't and you waver, the rest of the, the, rest of the team wavers, especially at your position. So, um, you know, going through the, it's not always about X's and O's. It's about all the other things in life that, that kind of factor into everything. But I was appreciative for the Denver experience just because, it not only allowed me to be in a coordinating position and kind of help other positions out, but it also allowed me to kind of see, um, you know, deal with time management, organizational skills, and, and kind of working uh, hand in hand with the head coach and the defensive coordinator and special teams coordinator and just kind of see it from a different lens. And then even working with an interim coach. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's a, you know, you get to see it all. You got a lot of praise for the, for, especially for the last two weeks of the season. And, Watch one of your press conferences yesterday over again, and there was just a sense of calm. You're going out trying to take care of the guys. You're trying to win ball games, but in those two weeks, a lot of people came to know who you were as a coach. How gratifying is that? Yeah, uh, it's it's not gratifying as much as winning and as a team. You know what I mean? It's not again. It's not about me. It's it's about the players and. For them to put up what they did the last game of the year uh, took a lot of dedication that year or that week. It was, it was easy to shut it down. It could, they could have easily shut it down, and they said this is the last game of the year. But uh, there was a lot of sense of pride and uh, a, lot, a lot out there to prove. And they, they went out and they executed the plan and they worked out as well.
Justin Outen will continue with us on the OTP momentarily. But first, some breaking news that Titans fans are going to want to hear. It's official. SeatGeek is now the official ticketing partner of the Tennessee Titans. That's right. The deal is finalized, and SeatGeek is the newest member of the Titans family. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it, because you'll be hearing it a lot more this season. Whether you're buying or selling tickets to Titans games or any other live event in Nashville, SeatGeek is the place to do it. SeatGeek, the new official ticketing partner of the Tennessee Titans. So Titans fans can fan. Justin Houghton, you had a lot of opportunities after the season, and you chose to join Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans as the running back coach and the run game coordinator. Why was this the right spot for you and your family? You know, going through the uh, interview tour, uh, meeting with Mike for the first time, um, I had a lot of respect for this organization and uh, the way he ran his team because you, you look at each and every time we played them in the past, it was always going to be a fist fight. It, you had to play your best uh, every snap. And um, interviewing with Mike, you saw it come out. You, you saw why the players play hard for him. You, you see the leadership qualities. And I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to learn from a different style of coaching. Um, you know, him, he does a great job with not only the players, but the coaches themselves and you know he's he's really in tune with the offense defense and special teams and he's still learning and he admitted that and that was that was very that was awesome for me to hear because if you feel like in his position you could easily say well I'm the head coach I'm going to just kind of deal with the uh, just the overall organizational thing and then kind of deal with issues as they pop up he's continuously learning and um, I was fired up when he gave me the opportunity just because I wanted to be a part of that. What does the run game coordinator do? Uh, you present different types of schemes, but you don't overbear what we have going on here. There, there is a, um, there's an identity that's already here. It's established. They run the ball, they run the ball well. It's about just bringing up different concepts and ideas, and if it matches our system or not, and our personnel. If it does not, then you kind of adjust and adapt. But this isn't me being a run game coordinator, it's about just staying in collaboration with not only Tim, but the other position coaches themselves and trying to work out the best schemes possible for us to win. What is it like being a first time running back coach? Uh, you know, dealing with the offensive line, being a tight end coach, uh, you, you, diff you see the offense in a different lens and you see it through their eyes and, um, you know, kind of bring it all together, different types of personalities in every position. Um, you know, you got the offensive line, they're kind of goofy, smelly, and just funny. Uh, but they're, you know, true professionals. Tight ends are a mix of receiver and the O-line. Running backs have their own different personalities and more of a, a grimy mentality of just trying to learn the entire system, which is great. It's not just running the ball. It's just the different things that come with that. So it's been awesome being in that room for the last month or two and kind of learning their different personalities and how they click. But uh, it's been a great, great experience. What's the most exciting part of being with this offensive staff from a – scheming standpoint and from a personality standpoint? Uh, you know, with Tim coming uh, from the uh, New England system and, and presenting that in Houston, it was a different type of system that I'm used to being in, which was another intriguing thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to learn a different type of system. Being in the Kyle Shanahan uh, umbrella for so many years, you, you kind of get used to it. And when you stay stagnant as a learner, you know, you can't grow. So I wanted to learn a different type of offense. Um, and Tim does a great job as far as just 
getting everybody in tune with what his expectations are, uh, how can they match, you know, things that they've done in the past year and, uh, you know, tweak the terminology a little bit, but he's been great with it. Uh, personality of each and every coach here is, is in tune with, you know, Coach Brabel. Um, you know, they're great teachers, they're great motivators, and they're, they're invested in their players, which is great. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how Justin Outen got here until I started reading and I saw motivate and teach, which is Mike Vrabel. Yeah, no doubt. That's, he's the, he's the, um, he's the example that you want to kind of build your career around. He's, he's got it all as far as the motivation part, the, the teaching aspect of things. And, um, you can't just go out there and put a PowerPoint and expect these guys to just kind of buy into it. You got to sell it to them because you're living it. It's not just a, a word on a wall that you just look at every day and it's just paint on a wall. It, you got to live it. And he, he brings it to life. All right. So let's wrap up with this, Justin Outen. You're nearly 40. Could you have ever imagined the, the ride and where it would have taken you in different places when you left Central Bucks West and went to Syracuse and you've ended up in the National Football League with a prominent position? And I, I know your ultimate goal is to be a head coach in the National Football League. Could you have ever imagined? I could imagine. And, um, you know, I tell my wife nearly every week that we, we're just blessed for the situations that we've been in and we try to take advantage of it as much as we can. But, you know, moving the kids around and moving her around, you kind of see the entire country. You kind of you see the different lives and aspects of just everything and how people go about their business, the, the accent changes and all those <laughs> things. But it's been quite a ride of just kind of seeing the country, being a part of different organizations. And, um, you know, you could easily look back and say, wow, this has been quite a ride. But if you look back, you'll lose focus of where you are. And if you look forward, you're going to do the same thing. Justin Outen, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you. That does it for our OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans with Titans running back coach Justin Outen. More OTPs on the way. Thanks to the OT people for downloading, rating, and reviewing. And you can follow me on Instagram at 10voice. That's at T-E-N-N voice. Got a lot of exciting things coming up, including some exciting things this week. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us for the OTP. Sign up.